to the podcast today, a little bit after 1.30 on Monday, August 16th. Hello, Miss Thomas. Hello. Um, I think we've got a bunch to talk about today. It was a, it was a busy weekend, and now nice. we're here. Hi. Hi. Um, I want to uh, start with the continuing saga of you trying to figure out what kind of cake we're having at your wedding. <laughs> I think we figured it out now. So I think we've got it. We've we've dismissed Wixies and now we're going straight to the Eston stuff, right? Correct. And I'm not I have no interest in going to another bakery and getting samples like Okay, okay. So so well, I don't want to just jump right to the decision, but you took it to some family over the weekend to try this out? I did. So when we got the samples last weekend, um, Estens is a little different from Wixie in that like their samples are really small. Like they're like half a fork size small. And it just wasn't enough for me to like decide between there were so many good flavors that there literally wasn't enough cake to like go back and, and try it again. Um, where you could like with a cupcake, you could get a bite and then you'd have like three or four more bites in that one cupcake. So I went and ordered two small cakes, like six inch size cakes um, of the two flavors I couldn't decide between and took it to family. Uh, the zebra one? It was a zebra cake, yep. Okay, what was what was, what was the other one? Uh, tiramisu. And that's your favorite? That is my favorite. So this is for your decision because Thomas was, he he's already chosen his? He's chosen white chocolate, correct. Okay. All right, so what's, what's the, and forgive me, for some reason, and I, I don't know why I got plenty of sleep. I can't I can't get words from my brain to my mouth today. So forgive me if I trip up a little bit. <laughs> I or trip if, up all the time. If I can't create proper sentences for, for the listener. So uh, what did the family say and what did we decide to go with? So they all they really liked both of them. It was really nice because everybody really enjoyed it. They loved both of them. But we decided on the zebra cake because there was just something really unique about it that everybody really seemed to like. A lot of people also really liked the tiramisu cake, though. It was very close to 50-50, but I believe the zebra cake won them over. And then um, it was Thomas' side of the family that we were with mostly, and they, you know, his aunt Susie said, Alex, you can have tiramisu at any time. And I said, you know what, That's that's you're right. <laughs> I- you're right. As you were saying that you were picking zebra, um, I don't know why I didn't have this thought before, but I know that's your favorite, but I think she's 100% right. Like, you you can have a side of tiramisu something um, if, for whatever reason, at the wedding. I'll, I'll bring you a... Is that pudding? What is tiramisu? Um, It kind of, like, it has the consistency of, like, a... Uh, banana pudding almost like there's the lady fingers that are mixed in with like a whipped cream and the lady fingers are soaked in coffee and there's a layer of like chalk I like I do a layer of chocolate um so kind of yeah yeah I mean it's like a pudding I'll stop at a Kroger or maybe a Speedway and bring you some um on the day of your wedding do you remember you gifted me some tiramisu you didn't know it though do you remember where we were Yes, when you got engaged. <laughs> there you go, Manhattans. I, exactly right. Did I tell them to do that? You you ordered us a dessert and you allowed me to pick it and they just so happened to have tiramisu. So it was perfect for me because I was like, oh my God, this is great. 
places really don't have that on the menu that often, and Manhattan's did. Good, 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 good. And I got the last slice. Um, while you were in Michigan, do you want to tell, tell everybody your, your gaffe? Um, not like German American Festival, which I think is this weekend. Your gaffe that you made, you you thought something was something, but it's actually not. I don't know. What was it? So Alex thought the Woodward Dream Cruise involved a boat. <laughs> I was like, oh, nice. A nice like evening cruise. That'll be really cool. And Thomas is like, um, Alex, it has nothing to do with boats. It's yeah. on land. It, it's, car, it's land boats. Yeah, <laughs> it's- oh, my God. It's old cars. I remember I had just been in, I just moved to Detroit like six weeks in and people were telling me I have to go to the Woodward Dream Cruise and I didn't like old cars, so it wasn't my thing. I did find out that like the city literally gets cut in half because Woodward is so long and Mm -hmm. people park themselves along the parade route for miles and miles. I, I can only imagine what it's like now since I've been away from there for so long, but people love it. It's... It's an iconic event in the Detroit area. It's one of those things where um, when I said I was going and, you know, I said I've never been, everyone's, you've never been? I'm like, no, I'm from Cleveland. Like, no, I've never been. But I think there's more um, now there's old cars and there's new cars that are really fast. Like they race. Okay, I believe it. So they they do like a drag racing. So um Thomas is really excited about it. And when he gets excited, he's like, call your brothers, have them bring the kids. And so we're going to go. Like I went and got a chair umbrella. So I guess we're going to find a place and camp out our chairs. And my brother, Carl, who just moved here from California, I just was with him this weekend as well. They're going to come. So it'll be more time for us to spend together. Um, And I like cars. I don't mind them. I don't know a whole lot about them, but you know, I'm down. I'll watch. My uh, best friend for a long time, um, when we were in and around the Detroit area, he mostly lived in Detroit, <clears throat> even when I worked at uh, Tower 98.3 and then up in Saginaw. He would usually be at home on the weekends. His birthday was the same weekend as the Dream Cruise all the time, where he'd have some birthday party. And everybody would grumble every year because it was mm-hmm. a pain in the ass to get you know, through Ferndale or Royal Oak because that's where the Dream Cruise was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, do you want to stay with car stuff, or should we go back to uh, decadent flavors? Which direction do you want to go for the next topic? Ooh, decadent flavors sounds fantastic. All right, so this dumbass was over his skis. <laughs> in, okay. <laughs> in beers. Um, oh. I was, I was a little, I had a lot of energy. Maybe I was a little hypomanic on Saturday, so I was hung over but I was like I didn't I had a work thing to get to but I was up and zooming around and running errands and blah blah like it was energy coursing through my body like I was the flash I have not felt that way in a long time so I had like 20 minutes to kill before I went to the work thing I'm like let me run up to Garden Harvest and grab some of these or grab they had one specific thing they posted about before that I wanted to get um, and I found it it's called it's by Untitled Art it's it's black and blue chocolate chip pancake stout. Mm-mm. So I'm not a stout person because those like stouts and IPAs are just way too heavy. I don't mm-hmm. want a beer that I need a spork for. Um, but before I found that, I found there was some kind of blueberry pop thing. I got that. 
And then there was a banana, sorry, peanut butter, banana, pancake, beer. And then I got another peanut butter beer, which I've had before, which is not as good as other ones. So I flushed like 50 some dollars down the toilet because the blueberry I only bought a single of, but it was $5. Not very good. And the pancake ones were not my thing, and I need to give them away or sell them to somebody. So I just got to stay in my lane when it comes to these exotic. That's not the right word for it, but these exotic craft beers, not my thing. I just don't. I've never been that experimental, I guess, with, with alcohol. I cannot do super sweet drinks either or very, like, thick or heavy ones like that. Um, like, I was very proud of myself on opening day when I had the coffee martini or the chocolate martini from Souk. Um, I don't, I can remember it. That's how little I do it. So, like, it's just, you're making my stomach hurt. Like, I'm getting acid reflux just listening to what you... <laughs> Like what you consume this weekend. Oh my God. That blueberry beer, the blueberry chocolate chip pancake one. I threw it in the freezer yesterday afternoon, went up and took a shower. I wanted to chill it. Went up and took a shower, came downstairs. I was dressed, grabbed it, sat on the couch, took a swig. And from the second it hit my tongue, I was like, this is disgusting. I, w- <laughs> I, I got... I got up to go grab my my pill because there's milk sugar in there. And I always mm-hmm. usually, if there's something that I don't, I haven't eaten or drank before, I take a pill so it doesn't fuck my stomach up. Um, I wanted the pill, which don't always taste the best. It's kind of chalky and vanilla-y. I wanted the pill to cleanse the palate of that awful beer that I had. It was so, oh God, I've never poured out a beverage so quick in my life. Oh my gosh, I can't. Well, that's too bad. Maybe you'll have to... Um, I don't know. Try something different this time. Try, try, a, try a White Claw, a new flavor. Uh, those are far more... Like, usually I can acquire a taste for something alcoholic. I used to never <laughs> drink whiskey. Now it's mostly all I drink. I used to laugh at the hard seltzers. Now, like, some of the flavors are actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but with some of these craft beers, no thanks. Yeah, no, it's not my thing either. I would not know. Like, I would have to, if I ever wanted to try it, you'd have to come with me and and tell me what to try because I could never, I could not. I'm not like a beer person. I'm not that educated like, ooh, it sounds hoppy or it it tastes really hoppy or this is very frothy. I'm like, "Mm, sounds like somebody's trying out urine. I can't, I can't with me. I can't with it. Yeah, uh, all the all the beer vernacular I don't get. Like I don't know what's hoppy and what isn't. All I know is that some of these things that I picked up lately are like drinking syrup, and it's disgusting. <laughs> it sounds like it. God. Um, there was another one I forget where I had gotten it a couple weeks ago, and it was like a lemonade sour thing. And I like lemonade. I like, I like sou- lemonade. I like sour apple things, but. For whatever reason, just like with the blueberry chocolate chip, like brewers can't take these flavors of foods that I really like and put them into a beverage and have me enjoy them just as much. Like it just isn't happening. No, no, it's not going to. It's just, it's just, it isn't meant to be enjoyed that no. way. No, no, no. You no. know? Um, driving stuff. So this Oof. is, a, this is a bit of a mystery. Um, on Thursday, I came home, and there was a temporary no parking sign on every tree in the neighborhood. Uh, then Friday, there was a sign on the mailbox, 
and I knew exactly what it was. They were going to, and they began today, repaving the street and I guess doing some sidewalks and the ramps as well, which didn't need to be done. The ramps looked pretty new. Um, So everything was seemingly up to code. But by the time I left for work, half of the street was already ripped up from a bulldozer or some construction vehicle. And I can't figure out for the life of me why it's happening because maybe the street is closer to death than I would think and it couldn't manage another winter. Um, However... I am certain there are streets that are in far worse shape than mm-hmm. mine that need to be fixed far before my, like, there is, there has never been a pothole or anything resembling one in the three plus years or almost three years that I've lived there. So I'm baffled as to how they wound up on my street. And I hope it's just not like meeting a quota or somebody was annoying in the neighborhood and kept calling or a council person had to do a favor because it flat out does not need it. I can't imagine who who would have wanted that favor to be done. Like who lives in that neighborhood that complained enough that the roads are now going to be re- repaved? Like I can't imagine because I like from what I remember driving down your road and the roads around it, they're all fine. Yep. You're right. Like they're they're right off of airport highway that's relatively well done as well so um they're all fine and you're right there's there's other roads in the city that need the love way more than yours that we know of i did learn and that they're repaving the road where thomas works um that apparently there's something that is awry with the with the water system there so they had to do it so i think it's like a twofer so maybe they're doing the same thing like maybe there's other work that's being done that that you don't see and they're having to like rip up the the road, so they might as well just redo it while they're at it. Well, it's the whole neighborhood. They've gone like street by street in the figure eight where I live. Wow. It it might be, but I don't think so because it was pretty pretty direct in the memo they posted on the mailboxes. Um, I'll try to ask somebody, but when I saw people today, they didn't look too thrilled. Mostly probably because it was raining and they didn't want to be out there. But um, I'm I'm curious, and I don't want to piss off anybody in the city, but I would like to get an answer as to why it's happening simply because mm-hmm. there are far worse streets and neighborhoods than, than mine. And again, maybe mine like one winter and that's it. Like it would really be problematic, but there are other places that are like that right now. Yeah, no, I agree that that is you hate, you like to see it. And then at the same time you hate to see it like out where I live, not to say that there's, I mean, I live in a township and we have okay roads, but I feel like, our highway, like our stretch of highway that's between like hmm, 795 Buck Road all the way up to Levis is always under construction. 795, always under construction. And it's like, what for? I, I, I say this all the time. You're doing over your work over and over and over again. Like, can't that money go somewhere else? Like, <laughs> I feel like our roads are not that bad. Our main roads are pretty good. Like Oregon Road right now is being redone but that was pretty bad like you would be driving down that road and you're you better hope you have what is it called suspension or something or um air brakes or something like that i don't know it's like just up and down and up and down and up and down so um i'm glad to see that's being redone but other than that like people just need to chill with the construction good lord thomas has a joke that like everything in ohio was always under construction all the time well it's like that from michigan (laughs) it's it's like that too going back to 99 when i moved to michigan people told me there were two seasons construction and winter 
Yeah. Um, I get it because the weather just destroys roads. And I think I told you before, when I first moved to Farmington Hills, like 12 Mile, Halstead, Haggerty, they were, they were it was like a brand new city. And by the yeah. time I moved back there in like 2012, it was bad. It was ugly. Those roads did not last. Yeah, in Michigan, I don't know how they, whatever they use to pave their roads just does not survive as well as what we use. And the potholes are just way bigger. And this city just doesn't give a shit about like, (laughs) good luck. You know, you better have your high beams on at night and don't be so close behind another car. Otherwise, you both are getting bit by these potholes. Yep. Um, When we're done, I got to look up because the city listed all the streets that were going to get fixed after that initiative passed in like the November ballot or whatever it was. Um, but it brought up like a larger issue. People could submit their street to be fixed. I don't know if it would get picked, but you had the opportunity to say, hey, you know, this street needs to be worked on. Um, and then, then again, the list of streets that was going to be mm-hmm. fixed was going to be released. And this is why I implore people to you know, follow local news and it's my job or I take pride in sharing the word about these things. And there's probably more news on, on the radio show than there needs to be, but it's important stuff because, you know, I have the ability to be on Twitter and online all day and I don't watch the news. I tell that to my news friends, but I see all the stuff that they have and tell us what's going on on Twitter or online somewhere. And I, Facebook has monopolized people's online lives. And yes, you'll find out how many people hate vaccinations on the 13 ABC Facebook page. But you might not know you had the opportunity to say, my street needs to get fixed. So I always implore people to find out what's going on where you live. Because there's less people than ever telling you because of the, just the way the, me- the media is. So it's a little bit harder to track this stuff down. But it is absolutely important to know what's going on and, right. and, ha- and have a say. Well, and sometimes like the the quicker, the more people pay attention, the, the more, not to say that there's something to be uncovered, but the more attention you can bring to an issue where instead of like your area getting, getting done when it clearly probably doesn't need to, like they can take care of um, Collingwood over their trail. Cause yep. like by the, oh my God, the Hamilton building, it's insane. Like right the, the potholes and how terrible the roads are. Like maybe we can redirect our energy so that they start to address some of the um, areas of town that, that do really need it. It's unfortunate. Um, it, it's not as entertaining. Or, there are a lot of stories that are just not entertaining or interesting, but they're imperative to our you know day-to-day mm-hmm. lives. Like I said, okay, so such and such is doing a vaccine clinic. We can see all the people who want to yell or a masking at this school district where people and they jump into the Facebook algorithm and it, it shows up in everybody's feed. Meanwhile, there's other important things happening. And I guess I can correlate this point to Jan Scotland is running for mayor. He's a Republican. Um, I'd never heard of him. I guess he was on city council for a minute. And one of his pushes is um, creating a better relationship between, I guess, the city and the public schools and having activities at the parks. And I'm like, do you not know what's been going on all summer? Right. Has that not happened? The city parks have been like overloaded with things to do right down to giving kids free meals. And we've already talked about Juwan Armour and the mayor had a couple of quotes. He's like, we're not going to sell people. And I'm I'm paraphrasing in a a very aggressive way. We're not going to stop people from shooting one another overnight. It's just not going to happen. And 
if you are someone running for an office and you didn't know or help promote all the activities that were happening at the city parks in tandem with like uh, Bethany's people at TSA, shame on you. Like you need to be, right. you, if you're going to run for something, you need to know what's going on here. Yeah, if it's his political talking point, but he isn't addressing what has already been done or was a part of planning it or gave input, even if it's criticism, like then, you know what I mean? Then then you're you're not paying attention. You're not yeah. paying attention. Like you're just throwing out these points because you feel like it's what you're supposed to say. Just like, you know, that article in The Blade kind of put everybody on blast and like, you know, gun violence is not, shouldn't be a political talking point yeah. or like city violence, you know, so... Yeah, I agree 100%. And, I, and something tells me he probably was not a part of planning those things. Yeah, and I, I guess he he has done some good things for with, with kids and in sports in the community for, for a while in his own little bubble. But I don't want to hear that, you know, kids need more things to do. The only mm-hmm. blame I could throw on, on the city in some way is um, promote the, do everything the same, but promote them better. Like, overload mm-hmm. people with city park stuff. That's why I tried to share it as much as I could. And this is just a small voice that, that we have. But billboards and Facebook things, just to let people know there was, th- there was things happening every day all right. summer to keep kids right. out of trouble. Yeah, exactly right. Facebook Lives, the things that, you know, news media is doing Facebook Live, city stuff, Facebook Live, featuring things that are there, showing exactly what's happening, making people want to come down there. Um, maybe transportation to those things yeah. if there wasn't already. Um, no, I agree 100%. I'm sorry. I sound, I feel like I sound a little congested, like a no, little you, stuffy. You sound fine. I think okay. it's, it's the weather. It's very it's muggy <laughs> and rainy. Um, here's another thing that's kind of what well, is connected to the city. So people were like riding those scooters all the time as if they were for amusement. And I'm sure that will wear off when the novelty is gone or maybe it won't but it's probably not a stretch to say more people rode those things in five days than anybody rode those yellow bikes I bet. um so the intention wasn't for amusement it was for like last mile type transportation and for people to get around downtown and so on and so forth but they were kind of treated like amusement rides this weekend was it not intended for amusement like, no. I feel like it should be. Absolutely. No, it was to get around. Like, let's say you parked one place and it's the only place you could find parking. And instead of walking a mile and a half, you take a scooter or, or one of the uh, one of the bikes or whatever the other option is. Maybe because I don't like, I don't know, I don't work downtown. I've never really lived downtown. But like, I could imagine myself going down to Dirty Bird and having dinner and then hopping on one of those scooters and going down to Adams to you know, to see my friends or to like have a good time. Like that's exactly what I want to use it for. Or if I'm with some friends at Adams and I'm like, Oh my God, do you guys want to see my wedding site? Like, let's go over to the glass city Metro park. You know what I mean? Like let's hop on some scooters and then ride over and just really like enjoy ourselves. I thought that would be absolutely for the amusement of it and the enjoyment compared to like, um, the convenience well, you mentioned the practicality of it. Like, that's exactly what it's for. Like, we're done at the Dirty Bird. Let's go to Adams. Yeah. Like, taking those things are exactly what it's for. I don't. I didn't see any of it personally, but the joyride aspect of it is is not what they were for. And in both directions, it's very dangerous because if you get too carried away, you could get hit. 
or pop out where a driver doesn't see you or a driver's not paying attention or expecting these scooters to be racing all over downtown. I know this sounds like very old and uncool and get off my lawn, <laughs> but I mean, I'm glad that they're being used, but they're, they're not for amusement. They are for practicality. So people have to be very careful or we're going to have like a dead scooter as soon. I would love for um, the city to maybe have a couple classes either online or in person where because I need to learn how to use one of those. I have, I almost crashed my brother's moped this last last summer um, because I have a hard time controlling gas and brake on with my hands. You know, I need like something to be with my feet and something to be with my hands. And so I need help. I really want to use them, but I need somebody to help me. And then also it might be helpful to go over, like do a Facebook live video or a Zoom or something that shared that says, this is how you abide traffic laws. Like you are a motor, you're on a motorized object. And so you have to do this, this, and this stay off the sidewalk or maybe be on the sidewalk. I don't know. I, I don't know any of it, you know? No, it's a great point. And now you sound old, which makes me feel better. I do. Um, <laughs> you, you're right. Like This is not a bike where most people, it's, it's, it's legally safe to assume and conventional wisdom, it's safe to assume that by the time you're five, you can ride a bike and you never mm-hmm. do forget how, or, or whatever. Not everybody knows how to ride a motorized object, which could make it very dangerous. So I'm sure there's probably some kind of accept or I do not agree box that you have to check before you get on these things that uh, absolves whoever of liability in case you get run down. But it would also be fun to like just, and it's in a, a Metro Park event or something, and it's like come out and learn how to ride. There will be a representative and an instructor to teach you how to ride these scooters. Like I would, I would absolutely go to that, and then maybe make it a cute thing where there's a food truck there, and there's, I don't want to say drinks because that encourages drinking and riding, but you know what I mean. I would absolutely be a part of that because when it's cute. It's totally something up there with Toledo and our metro parks and now adapting all of these things. And um, it could encourage safety when you're riding around on these motorized contraptions. I don't remember. I can't visualize the mayor's picture, though. You you would think that I would be (laughs) able to. But we're okay. So maybe you remember we're we're pretty adamant that people wear helmets when they ride bikes. Not everybody does, but most, I think, try to. Do you, right. There's no helmets for these things. Was he wearing a helmet in his picture that he got was memed? Not. He yeah. was not. So when you're on a bike, helmet. When you're on a yeah. scooter, okay, if you crack your head on the ground, there's got to be something that you sign before when you take these things out to absolve all kinds of liability. There has got to be because I can just imagine I am a worst case scenario kind of person with this, though. Like I have such a fear of me being harmed in some way. And I always have been. So like I can imagine myself like losing control going from a I'm on the sidewalk and then I'm going to like a, I'm crossing the road. So from one ramp to the other, I like lose my balance and then I start to like lose control until like topple forward. <laughs> I mean, so many things can go wrong. Drunk people, drunk people, drunk people, drunk people in Toledo, like so many things can go wrong. But at the same time, it is still pretty cool. Like I get it, but a little worried. Um, so that was about amusement. Let's slide over to Cedar Point. I'm sure you've heard the story by now. And it was the worst time considering what we were just talking about. I think like last week about the Wood County Fair (laughs) and how I said, well, Cedar Point is safer, so I can do that. 
I haven't seen anything since the initial story. I don't know. The, the woman hasn't been named. I don't know about any update as of two o'clock when it is right now. But I, I didn't even. I saw a little bit of discussion online, but I'm sure it's the outrage that I would expect. But let's. And if someone is at fault because somebody didn't do maintenance or whatever, fine, absolutely. Um, like there's got to be accountability and culpability here. But also, so far as I know, you have tens of thousands of people roll through Cedar Point every every summer, every year, and this is like a and nobody gets hurt, and this is like a freak accident. So yeah, it's it's yeah. super unfortunate. And even if no one was at fault, I'm sure in some way Cedar Point will write a check or something like that. And big businesses like this, um, they have funds that they need to go into. Oh, I'm sure. I, I forget what it's called. I forget what the economic term is called, but I equate it to uh, car recalls. Like they don't re- do car recalls unless like X, Y, and Z happen because they just realize that if something horrific happens, they'll they'll write the check because it costs less, and even the PR. Long term, the damage is less than just writing that check for whatever catastrophic thing happens, which usually nothing catastrophic ever happens. It's the chance of it happening. Yeah. yeah I mean, they just have to absorb the cost. Like, it's a liability. We know that. Did, we, did they determine that it came from the ride or was it something that, like, because as somebody that has been on this ride, you can easily lose sunglasses if your phone is in your pocket that can drop and like crack a skull you know what i mean that from that distance um so did they determine what it was um i haven't seen anything and this this one article i pulled up was updated like eight o'clock last night but but you're right and that's why look i don't do the rides but that's why they tell you like (laughs) Give somebody your phone. Your like, get all that stuff off. I'm I'm actually surprised that more things don't come flying um, from rides as fast as they're, as they're going and as irresponsible as people can be. I was such an amateur when we were at the fair, and I keep bringing up the fair, but like, I was on a ride that I clearly should have taken my shoes off for. I was wearing like slides, and I didn't, and my sunglasses were on top of my head, and I was just like, "What the?" And my sister-in-law looked at me. She's like, "You're gonna lose all of those things." <laughs> Like, what was I thinking? And I did ask the attendant, like, where do I put my purse? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it could absolutely be dangerous. But luckily, I gripped the hell out of my shoes with my toes and they didn't go anywhere. Thank God. <laughs> when I was at the Spring Fair at the Stranahan four or five years or so ago, somebody was on something high and spinning and some phone came crashing down to the ground. And everybody saw it, but it easily could have, like, whacked somebody on the head. And this was a a part of the ride, not necessarily someone's personal item. But, you know, they'll do an investigation. And if someone was in fault or it was just a terrible freak accident, you hope the person is okay. But everybody's outraged. But if you zoom out and go, like, there's one of these every so often, it's unfortunate. But that's just the way life is. (laughs) So you call it an accident. I didn't read any of the comments, so I didn't see like the people who were outraged and what their comments were. But I can't imagine why anybody would have one. Like you're right. Like duh, this is going to happen. Every one billionth person that enters this place, or you know, or whatever. So you know, it's just unfortunate for this person. Hopefully, no like limbs were lost and no you know permanent damage was had. Um, something that they can recover from and recover from and be like 
as close to normal as possible. Um, but you're right. Like it is. Let's move on. You know and, what I mean? And Cedar Point tickets for life. <laughs> Cedar Point. Yes, because they're so expensive. We were trying to go to Kalahari for Thomas's niece's birthday party is in Kalahari like today. Mm. Actually, they went there yesterday and we were going to go and, and it was a surprise party. So we were going to go. Do you know those tickets are $100, like over $100 for a day pass for the water park? What? Things are, I will, for whatever, well, I, it, the concerts are back and stuff. So, yes, like event things, excuse me, are super expensive. I asked, Amanda went to go see Green, Green Day, Day. Fall, Fall Boy and Weezer, I guess. Mm-hmm. $170 for tickets. It no way. It was $50 to park. No way. No, um, nope, absolutely not. I said to her, I said, I would consider going to Third Eye Blind in a couple of weeks at Promenade Park. But I don't want to do, I don't want to be one of the commoners in the, gen, in the general admission section. But I want to be at, a commoner. What is it, like 10 or 20 bucks? Yeah, give, I got a good blanket and some chairs. Oh, honey, let's do it. No. Um, <laughs> but I looked up the regular tickets. They were $120. Absolutely. To promenade? Yes, the VIP tickets. Oh, oh no, they're out of their like, mind. Live music is just way too expensive. The, I and I get there. You're right. Like I think you might have said this. They're rebounding. Like I get it, but I'll just pass for a little while. Like it's not. I love a good concert, but it's not something that I feel like I absolutely have to do, and it's noticeable when I don't do in the summer. Or, or you know what I mean? Or when it's warm outside, like I'll pass on that because that's outrageous. Those prices. Well, and it's for it's for a lot of live events. I don't know what it yeah. costs to go to a, a Tigers game these days, but um, or a Lions game. But but parking for those big events it's so expensive. And then I know I'm complaining now, but and you should know this when you go to these venues. And if you were someone who was hard on cash, I would say. Going to a live event, sporting or music, like you should not be attending these. And, and maybe it's a once in a lifetime chance to see uh, your favorite artist or your favorite player or team. But if you're tight on money, do not go to a live sporting event or a concert. And they're also announcing now, I think it's Live Nation or something is announcing that their concerts it came out today, I believe. They're, you're either required to show your vaccination card or a negative COVID test to attend any concert. Good. Beginning like the 4th of October or something like that. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, la- last thing. So Ryan Reynolds said that Disney approached him about a Free Guy sequel. Huh. So it, it, it won the box office over the weekend, like 28 million bucks or so. And Suicide Squad bombed. What? Um, yeah. yeah. Like, like uh. eight, 8 million bucks. Um, and I'm wondering, and Ryan Reynolds obviously might just be prodding Disney. And I didn't even know it was a Disney movie, which explains a couple of the cameos. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, I, I didn't love it. It was, it was fine. Amanda and Josh really liked it. I, there were one or ten too few Ryan Reynolds puns for me. Mm-hmm. And he was in a shirt the whole time, also problematic. But I'm wondering... If there actually is a sequel, you saw Knives Out, right? No. You didn't. You would like that movie. I did not. I did. I, you know what? I wasn't into it. Like the previews and stuff. I'm like, ah, you know, I'll pass. Like the clue 
kind of thing. Yes. Le- yeah. Who done it? No, I didn't. I didn't even. And I'm sure it's already out on like HBO or something. And I haven't even bothered watching it. Actually, it's. I think it's on Prime for free. Oh, is it? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. So that movie came out of nowhere, and it's got a sequel, and like a lot of stars signed on to it. From different levels, and I'm wondering if Free Guy will be the same that this year's or a, a com- more comedic version of Knives Out, where it was a cool, interesting concept. It was um, a brand new idea, like not a, it was original intellectual property, and there were some pretty cool cameos in the movie that, and it did well, and people liked it. And I'm wondering if we will just have now Free Guy two and Free Guy three, and there'll be. Ryan Reynolds and different cameos, and it'll be built up into this whole empire. Probably. I don't know much of what Free Guy even is, so I feel like I have to go watch it. I haven't gone. Nothing has, at this point, and this is shocking, because you and I bonded over our enjoyment of movies. Nothing has taken me to the movies in, like, a long time. I don't I don't know what to tell you then. I mean, the next I, Marvel movie is the first week of September. Oh, yes. That will take me to the movies. Absolutely. But Shang-Chi. everything else, yeah, everything else, no. <laughs> uh, I intend to go again on Thursday. There's a Hugh Jackman movie that looks like a Christopher Nolan movie. It's called Reminiscence. So this will be three weeks in a row for me. Or oh, wow. Three out of four weeks. I have not. Nope. Haven't been. Jesus. Um, I did want to ask you, how, how much is your entire kayak experience cost you for the one time you've been out i mean my kayak was not that expensive um but i don't know like it's i guess it's cost me some money for me only going out once but i'm also going to have those things like for good like you know what i mean the kayaks like don't just cycle in and out of their lives every few years like you can have your kayak for decades you know unless you lose interest in it Well, I don't think I will because I always love outdoor activities. Like I like to bike and all of those things. Um, It's just it was kayaking is the is probably the hardest to do because I personally don't want to go out on my own. I'm not one of those people that will go out solo. My other girlfriend that kayaks, um, she has she's like on call on weekends. And when she's on call, she can't go. And she's a single mom. So she has her kids. Um, who's in that age where doesn't always want to spend time with his dad or wants to come back home. So while we, while there may be a kidless weekend, it ends up not being, you know, so it's just a little bit of a, there's a dynamic there. And then I have my health issues where like this weekend, she's like, Hey, let's go out. We're going to go out. And I couldn't, because I said, this is not the day for me to go. Like I am, I clearly overdid it yesterday. I'm feeling the effects now. It's not the day for me to go out and be in the sun, like rowing on my own. So, you know, I, I don't, I still don't think it was a waste of money, even though I've only been out once because I know it's something that I'm going to like make sure that I increase doing at least next summer um, and try to do it as much as I can. I do really enjoy being outside and outside activities. I'd like to try and guess how much a kayak costs. I have no idea. Go for it. Did you buy an ex- like the the base level, mid level, yes. or expensive? Base level. All right, I'll say two seventy nine. Oh, you were really close, actually. I think I was like two sixty. Oh, look at that! And then, but you have to buy uh, a a life jacket, and you have to buy a paddle, 
Um, and then obviously we have to transport it. So I had to get roof racks for my car because I have like the tracks, but I didn't have the racks to install on the tracks. So I had to get roof racks for my car. And then I got a, a J hook that my kayak will go in on top of my car. And I got two of them because then my girlfriend and I can go together. So that was a little bit. So like all together, I think I spent about $500 for my hobby but um, that hasn't turned into a hobby, but I don't regret it. Like I don't find it a waste of money because I can do it next summer. I can put it in the car and like travel somewhere if I wanted to. I'm not going to, not in the next couple of weeks, but that's because I have other things that I'm focusing on. But you know. If it makes you feel any better, I spent maybe about that on my hobby over the last week. Lots of new toys. Yeah. Did you get new toys? Is that why you got shelves? By the way, like you never call me to come over and help you with stuff like you do Josh. Josh lives down the street and he's an engineer. So? I, I hang stuff all the time. I Everything in my apartment I've hung up. I have a very intricate um, entertainment thing in my living room that I built myself. I'm not discounting your ability. It, you just live so far away. So? Not by my standards. Maybe by yours. Well, it just worked out, and you know he's an engineer. You're you're not an engineer. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 and he fine. did he did help when like one of the we did have one small issue, and really I only needed him to the I put all those shelves up in that room by myself. Um, I just needed him to kind of hold it so I could make some some marks on the wall. Other than that, I can do it by myself. Mm-hmm. Were they all level? Did you have yes. a did, did you have a stud finder? I don't use a stud finder. Oh, you use your ear. I don't the even use my method. ear. I, nope. I, anchors? It, it's, I use anchors, yeah, but it's not that heavy. It's not like you're hanging a TV or something. Hey, don't mess around with your with your like prized possessions now. Nothing has fallen in three years. So Okay. Oh, um, but yes, so I, there was a, a lot spent on that over the, the course of the last week. And I just looked down. I just kept chucking them on the floor and I was like this is embarrassing like I can't even see the carpet anymore <laughs> like I, I'm yelling at the dogs because there's boxes there's puzzles yeah I feel like we need to paint that room another color what why I don't know because there's something about how colorful all of the boxes are and then you have that like blood red in the background it's fine I don't, I'm just saying maybe an accent and- wall and do you, well, there's no walls left because they all have shelves on them now. I was holding out for the one wall thinking, you know, there'll be a TV up there one day and it was just time to put, put another shelf up. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and that red would probably take four coats of whatever paint was over it to cover it up. Oh my God. That is, that is it's a jarring red to me. Like it, it fits though. Like it fits what you're looking to do in that room. Um. And you're not a, you're somebody that's not afraid of color. I've noticed. So I like my friends of color and my walls of color, <laughs> but my coffee has to be black. Cause we the best. Yeah, there we go. But you do lose culture points for the nanny. The nanny Fran is the shit. I enjoy the nanny. It clearly is a little like there's there's some problematic pieces to it, but that's okay. I appreciate why my mom watched it when I was a kid. Did you listen to the new Lizzo song? Um, I've heard snippets of it on like TikTok. I feel like I'm not going to like it. 
It's like a state. Did you listen to? Uh, yes, and I would rather. I I'm fine with Megan The Stallion, but I would rather one thousand Megan The Stallions over one Cardi B. See, I like Cardi B over Megan The Stallion, so you and I are going to differ on that. And I know she's with Cardi B, but I feel like I'm not going to like it. And also, but but I will say Cardi B, her um. I don't know how to, I don't know how to, her like uh, bars or whatever, they seem to follow the same like um, tune or, or she's not very creative with her, with like how she raps. Like, you know how some people rap and like, you know what I mean? On every song, it's the same thing. I feel like that's where she's going. She's going in that direction. But anyway, no, I haven't listened to it. I feel like I'm not going to like it. So are you saying that she should have kept her stripper job instead? Uh, you know, maybe not so, maybe she didn't have to be a stripper, but maybe like she raps a little and then maybe her rap career is, is as big as like Marky Marks, you know? Okay. Got it. I'm good with that. And to answer your question, it was fine. It's like, a, it's more like a statement song than like what will ultimately be the big single, but maybe I'm wrong. Is it like a big girls can get it to statement song? Well, it's called Rumors, and it's about all the things that people would say to her, and she's like, and and says, yes, I did all of these things. Um, the one line that keeps, it jumps out to me, it says something about like her going out to party when it's summertime. So this thing must have been written like months ago. So she there is there has been a bunch of rumors about her and Chris Evans because somehow there's like a oh that he Twitter plays love into that. yes yeah and she does too and I think that that's I think that's why it's funny and like fun but is it funny because she's a big black girl and it's all American Chris Evans like yes. is that why people love it so much because that that's actually sad <laughs> like, it, it, it's <laughs> you that, know and they're also very likable so I think people are wishful about it but. She's not his type because she's too loud. Can you think of anybody he's dated? No, I don't think he's ever shared that. Exactly. Right? I think the, but only, it, the only person I can remember him dating was Sandra Bullock. You know what? I would That would be really fun, though. Like, what if Chris Evans came out and his partner was Lizzo or nobody that you would expect? Like, um... Common and Tiffany Haddish. I never would have. I'm still like not salty about it, but I, I love Common. And I'm like, really? Tiffany Haddish? Like, really? Um, but we know who Chris Evans has dated before. They just hasn't, haven't been anyone like largely of note. Yeah, I guess so. But it could, I would love it if it was Lizzo at the same time. I don't know. I would kind of love that. Anyway. Anyway. I fell, I fell for the trap. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, all right, have a good rest of your day off on your Monday and uh, get your mom to the airport. Yeah, getting mom and her boyfriend to the airport and then back home. You're going to have to like tell them to keep their hands off each other in the car? I don't think so, but I just, I do, I do. I just love them. They just laugh till they till their faces hurt for no, literally no reason. I was over there one day and I just asked them a question and they both were snickering so hard. Like it was like their faces were going to fall off. And I just love that for my mom, so... Good. Good for her. Good. All right, I'll text you later. Okay, bye-bye.